Hey guys, and welcome to the Nashville for Nobodies podcast. I am your host, Bobby Gordon, along with my co-host, Kyle Thurkey, and we're going to be talking about the Nashville music scene and the ins and outs of Lower Broadway and a bunch of other random stuff that comes to mind. So if you're thinking about Nashville or new to Nashville and want to wrap your head around what's going on, this might be a great place to start. Take a listen. What's going on, everybody? I know it's been a while, but we're back. It's Kyle Thurkey with Nashville for Nobodies. And Bobby Gordon, and it looks like you survived CMA week, so uh, there's that. Yeah, and my voice is back today, so we're at least able to do the podcast, because yesterday I sounded I sounded dead. I sounded completely dead. Well, I saw your I had, schedule. You probably felt kind of dead. I did. I felt, oh man, yesterday I felt like I got hit by a train, but it was a great week. I had a lot of fun. Got to play with a lot of awesome bands. Got to front my own band. That that was cool as hell. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But we got a special guest in the house today. We got Bowen Robinson. Bowen, how you doing, brother? <laughs> Robertson. What? I said Robinson. No, I said Robertson. Did you? Yeah. I'm deaf. I said Robertson. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, we <laughs> can edit No, that. Oh, yes, huh? <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm deaf from CMA. I'm deaf from the gig we played Friday. Uh, <laughs> That was a fun gig, man. I had a, I had a good I time. I just might be deaf, period. I don't know. What killed me was my, like, I opened Thursday through Sunday. And, like, the circuit I played was, like, we did an hour early. Mm. So instead of, like, roughly 9.45, it was, I was up walking down at 8 and going by, like, 9.15. Rough. Mornings make are a, hard. Did it make a difference? No. They still showed up at 11. Right. Yeah, I did that closing gig where before that gig, I had a six to 10 where I kind of co-fronted and then I say kind of because there were four of us singers. So we just, you know, went down the line and then did the gig with my band. You were on it, Bowen, and I fronted that one. Man, yeah, we got done. I I was done after that. My voice was gone. That was the third sp- day of doubles. My voice was gone. Well, I split. Yeah, you. I mean... Heck, I, I don't sing, and I was—I sounded rough. And maybe it was because <laughs> the the the, uh, the wildfire smoke came down. We apparently had that, so I—I'll—I'll I'll blame that, not my smoking. Yeah, yeah. no, that's gotta uh, be it. <laughs> but I did a split. I took a nap, and I do not know when I fell asleep. But I woke up at nine forty-five, freaking out, texting him, like I'm on the way. I'm across I will the street. Be there. I was the first person there. <laughs> Don't I you got love there that? before the last band ended. That's, I think, that's happened to me quite a few you, times. Texting, freaking out, man. I think I'm gonna be late. I'm running on oh. anxiety. So, yeah, I mean that that was that was probably the well yesterday. Yesterday was 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. like straight through, and the thunderstorms that came through and soaked all of our gear. So, mm. it, it's never smooth like doing CMA Fest. No, yeah. and you know I walked mm. outside yesterday morning and I was like man, you know, the weather's been really nice all week. Like, we didn't have any crazy weather. It wasn't super hot. I was like, this this wasn't a bad week. And then two hours later, here comes this thunderstorm. And I'm like, nope, spoke too soon there. Yep, every time. <laughs> yeah, I think yesterday. And, and our, our gig Friday night, it was like, was it Friday or was Saturday? It was Saturday. No, it was Friday. No, ours was Friday. So I'm getting, it was again, CMA Fest. Like, I don't know where... Which gig was when? Uh, oh, I freaking blanked. No, like by, <laughs> by 11, by 11, by 11, 30, 12 midnight. Like I was sure we were about to wrap up and close that gig because everybody that came in requested it was like, hey, will you play? 
They're like so <laughs> drunk. It's like I feel bad for you. Like we, you know, it's it's weird. The, the tourists come into town and they're like, "We're not going to bed," and you know, we're shutting the bar down. It's like there's no shame. Don't be a hero. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. You know, I mean, I get it. You paid all this money to come out here, but like. You don't, you don't need to pay all the money to drink. Yeah. Like, also, right. how do you afford that? It's so expensive. Like, I've never. How do you get blackout on Broadway when credit every? Yeah, well, because <laughs> like, well, uh, what really blows my mind pay it is off for the next four years. <laughs> now, like, I know what it would cost for just me to go on like a regular four day vacation, nowhere crazy. You're just, a regular four day. Yeah, vacation. just just like a chill like hotel food. Travel cost, everything. I know what that would cost, mm. roughly. So take that, double that for coming here to Nashville. And, and then you're then putting, drink. Then you're putting <laughs> the drinks on top of it and tipping the bands. Like So you're tipping the bands and you're buying all these drinks and staying out all night. You don't have to stay out all night. You they can not, go to bed. They're not done like a, like, you know how they walk down like the Sunset Strip on like Jimmy Kimball and ask these people like, they just stop them and ask them? Yeah. They need to do like a, like an interview, like a swat to people and like just ask them what they came and plan on spending and what they have so far. Bobby, <laughs> I have the, I have we the, should do that. It's, it's, <laughs> we should I know it really. <laughs> we I'm should do it. it on the, take it on the road. All right. We need a, we need a cameraman. Who's yep. It? Well, that's easy. Let I bet Will can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and Will has been mentioned again. If you're not a musician, you're in production here. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, we'll find oh. somebody. We just have to say it on this podcast. And mm. somebody, somebody already reaches out. Be like, hey, I just bought a new camera. I've been itching to use it. <laughs> or, the, or, the, or, you know, there's me with the iPhone. Just get me a gimbal. I was like, you know, I was just going to say, I have a gimbal right here. <laughs> yeah, I have an it's iPhone. all you need. We'll just connect you, one of those little microphones right? to it and... That's it, all you need. Everything and, else we do is DIY. Why know how, can't you know this? How everybody right now on TikTok is using the little tiny microphones. Yep. No, we're gonna find some oh, giant, ASMR. just obnoxious microphone yes. and just shove it in their face. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, the more fanfare, the more they'll think you're. You know, it'll. It's like a big production. Damn like, it! Why wow, didn't we think fancy. about this? We totally could have done this we for have, CMA Fest. We, we have four. Right. Oh. That's why we do this. And there's really, it's all free. So there's really no like, especially the. Whatever the mm-hmm. the crap they put on Broadway in front of the riverfront that's just like grabbing every suburban couple that <laughs> likes Jason Aldean and all that mainstream stuff. I'm probably gonna say some crap that you know. That, no, you're good, you know, dude. We say <laughs> shit I'm a all streamer, the time. But I'm a, this is brought to you by ADHD. Amen. <laughs> hey, Welcome friend. to Amen. the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been Have you ever met a musician? for like a month because I can't uh, get a doctor's appointment? <laughs> No, well, welcome to our podcast. It it it's all over the place. We talk about well, all I, kinds I'll of stuff. I'll sit right in. That's usually how my conversations go. I mean, technically, we didn't even get past the intro with no, you. No, we didn't. No, that was no, really no. My, it was my fault. Like, who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> yeah, I'm that weird random dude at the party that just starts talking for no reason, and somehow well, it's not scary. Well, you fit in just fine here because right, right. that's what I do. <laughs> I'll just talk I think, about. I think you got to prompt me. If you don't prompt me, I'll, I'll I will end up, ta- you know, taking every fork in the road. That's okay. So that's that's quite all right. Well, I don't, I don't mind that whatsoever. Just remembered, I'm hungry. <laughs> you said fork, <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about what a burger, right? We were we were three about- burger franchises because I'm a total fat ass. <laughs> this is why I'm fat. <laughs> 
<laughs> I eat food. I almost, a lot of it. I almost stopped at Whataburger yesterday, and I was like, no, 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 don't do it. Just go home. Just go home. Don't stop at Whataburger. Just you, go you talked yourself out of the hot dogs Friday night. I did. I did talk and myself I was, out of And I was dogs. the devil on your shoulder. I was like. You were like, one's not going to hurt you. And I was like, ah. Oh. And look, man, I'm not going to lie. I got home. I put my keys down, and I was like, I should have got a fucking hot dog. I should have done it. I just should have. You done working it. out basically while playing bass when you're playing that many gigs on a festival. You know, weekend, I keep like, using that as like my excuse, but I keep getting thicker, so I'm not sure that that's how that works. I like to think that I hold weight well. You know, I'm not I gonna, hold it well too. That's the problem. I'm, 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 I'm trying to give it away. <laughs> well, I, I like. You know, I mean, we can get into all this. Like, I lost like 100 pounds in college, and to the point where my mom's friends at church were like, "Is he okay?" And I'm like. <laughs> I just I just cut just cut down and ate three small meals like spread it out, but the problem is I have a size eight head, so when I went from like three hundred pounds to one hundred and seventy, I looked like a Funko Pop. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like there's a picture of me. Like I think I, my head looks so. You like 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 I it, it, there's pictures. There's a picture of me at my skinniest after my I go still a music major at Bama, and um. You I look to- at it. I'm like, eat a damn cheeseburger, bro. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can probably thump me and like knock me across. I mean, I was really, and, and again, like I'm 200 and something pounds now. So like, it's it doesn't. Nobody thinks I weigh that much. People definitely thought I weighed like 140 when I weighed 170. So that's fair. But like, no, mom, he's no, he's not on crack. My problem is I'm short, so if I gain like three pounds, I gain like three inches. <laughs> but I wish I like I could use some weight in my legs. All my weight goes to my stomach. Like, Skipping leg day. It's just here. Well, because I play drums, I feel like that's the, the only thing that doesn't move, is, and is all where it goes. Yeah, I so. do. I do legs every week, and mine are not getting any bigger i'm getting stronger but they're not getting any bigger <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the skinny jeans <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it man i'm like I'm like i do these i'm seeing the weight go up on my on my on my records mm-hmm. but my <laughs> legs my legs are not getting any bigger <laughs> and i'm like i don't get it has this how i'm getting stronger but my they're, they're well because st- you know it's like there's the like you, you'll you'll see like the the I guess like the bodybuilders that do the shows and stuff, they'll they don't lift a lot of weight. Like but like the power lifters look like a bouncer down on Broadway. <laughs> you know, they're like yeah. they're like <laughs> big dudes. They just don't look like Jack. Yeah. They just look like they're like tossing hay bales out in like the country. Yeah. So like it's a different type of thing. So you have to like focus. I used to do it and was obsessed with it, but like did like a T boost was like two fifty and like again saw a picture of me playing drums and I'm like I look like Shrek now. <laughs> like that is not you know, range of movement is important when you play drums and like I can't put my hands above my head because I don't I also didn't stretch when I worked out. So I looked like that. I was like he man. So we've stiff. covered that you play drums now. <laughs> we've covered so much crap. Where are you from? I'm from Alabama. I'm from Northeast Alabama, so like nice. we speak too, we speak too fast and mumble for our own good. Like, like if you think Forrest Gump, Alabama, that's like Montgomery. That's like the the dainty Southern. Mm-hmm. What people think when they hear Alabama, or or then there's the flip side where it's like where I'm from, like 
or like Gatlinburg, Tennessee, like that area, like East Tennessee. The further you go up that place and show, it just gets like way more like, bing, 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 like that, you know. <laughs> like I was like, I, I so first girl I dated when I came here, um, she's from Colorado. Um, her dad did sound for some cool stuff, and uh, I took her to Gadsden, like which is where I'm from. And we were in Fort Payne, where the band Alabama's from, and we stopped at a gas station. Fort Payne is a, it's a, it's the butt crack of two mountains. Like seriously, um, it's beautiful. It's like if you want to go in the wintertime, it snows up there. It's nice, but you can't understand a damn word they're saying. And we were at a gas station, and the guy was just talking to me, and I'm saying, you know, how you like probably doing it to me right now? Like yep. when when people like uh-huh. yep. when they when they. Oh yeah, they just keep going, and you don't know what they're saying, and you're like, you you're have just, yeah, just uh-huh. nodding uh-huh. and agreeing. Yeah, that's like, crap. Yeah, uh-huh. that, hit them totally. with it. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, wrap it up. Um, we got out the gas station, and she goes, "What was he saying?" And I'm like, "I don't have a damn clue, bro." <laughs> like, just because I'm from here but, doesn't mean but he like, feels good about that conversation. <laughs> well, you know, you read in the face, and you can't understand what they're saying. Like it, mm-hmm. it, that, the the visual cues signed off. So. That was half my life growing up, like, and I and I and I, I wasn't even in the country. I was on the edge of the city. So, ask me more questions about my hometown. I'll, <laughs> I'll splat out some more random stories or whatever. So, when did you come to Nashville? I came to Nashville in November of 2016, the night Trump won, <laughs> and. <laughs> I moved my shit in and Trump won the election. Not to be political, that's fine. But it was so surreal to have the dude I watched like on Howard Stern growing up, like with strippers <laughs> and their their boobs out, like all of a sudden be a God fearing man. <laughs> like threw me off like I like yeah, I'm not gonna like pick sides, but I you know, in that whole like holy crap, we have a TV star as a president, I I just stayed in my new basement room in Antioch and drank like I think what was like a pint of whiskey I'm not I don't you know I don't go like full Nikki Six Tommy Lee like in the 80s like pounding like a fifth like just, I can't do it I'm not that I don't have that pizzazz but I needed something <laughs> so and I'd move my stuff in so like whatever you know but yeah that's when I moved here and then uh, then everything started off you know I, I, I still had a gig uh, the, uh, play with a guy Lamont Landers for like since like 2014 to like about a year and a half ago and uh, so I moved up here with that gig like we were playing like frat parties and stuff so oh, that's cool had a car you know towed my drum set around and then you know I went in and like probably that next year like spring before it got busy and started sitting in with people and stuff and uh I didn't apparently I didn't suck so I started getting gigs on Broadway and then so when leaving my old band like it wasn't as much of a shock as it would be for I guess a lot of people because I'm all of a sudden I've been here for like what 20 what almost seven years sure math isn't my strong suit yeah me neither you know (laughs) you know what took me so long to graduate college in Alabama math (laughs) I <laughs> I postponed my math classes. Like I did music because like when you do music at Bama, you did like eighteen hours. Yeah, I'm not doing math if I don't have to because I have to take 
two instruments, like learn how to play marimba and piano, and then do a, also a, another ensemble was in marching band. Like it's it's just too much. So like by the time it came around for me to graduate, they're like, well, you know, your math now. And then it was like two. It was like a year and a half of hell. Oh, that sounds I, miserable. I, I could, and that's where I found finite math. If you if you know what that is, I took finite math. Yeah, finite math should be called real world real world math. Yeah. Like, do you know how to do percentage on a mortgage? Do you like that stuff? Like, and I had done math in like three years, so like I still sucked at it just in general. So that's why it took me like yeah, it's, I was the bane of my existence in college. So. So what you're saying is we all went to college and we all still ended up here. Um, <laughs> I met a, I met yeah. a friend that I was in, in my in my. It's funny you say that. <laughs> my my degree is just a decoration piece. That's all it is. Right. That's all my my mom like, has mine. It's it's she literally trust me. it's just a decoration piece. My mom and basically paid for it. My dad and my I, mom saved up. Actually, so like, that sounds real. I broke the glass that was a rich that. ass kid crap, and I wasn't. <laughs> the glass. Yeah. I broke mine. <laughs> That's how I little did. I used it. I broke it. Oh, you were you were, you were a cute a cougar. Yeah, I went to Houston the, yep. Cougar University of Houston. Yep, it takes me a while to read old English. <laughs> old English. When you're from Alabama, we don't value education. Stay on front. I know my daughter goes to school in Alabama. My mom's, a, my mom's a teacher, and the entire time I growing up, my mom just griped about. Uh, them <laughs> defunding education. And I'm like, well, you're voting for the asshole that like is defunding so, the education. Hundred so. percent. This is a conversation that happened just a couple days ago with my oh, oldest really? daughter. She's 14. Oh, We're sitting children. at the God kitchen table, bless. and she goes, "My teacher told me dinosaurs weren't real." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh shit! What? <laughs> See, this yeah, is why all I'm the not bones having. are fake. I'm not having children because <laughs> there's the other side of that too. You have to deal with the adult that's teaching your child like oh my god oh i don't want that anxiety i already have um we already all as, have anxiety as a former uh <laughs> teacher in education major oh my god. um yeah really? there's there's a reason why i don't teach um <laughs> i was steering kids the wrong direction <laughs> Well, I mean, it's perspective, right? Well, I mean, that went down a whole religious conversation that we went through and it ended up, up you know. at the, like, talking about the Satanic Temple and Church of Satan and how those oh, are two different things. I wasn't going, <laughs> I wasn't going that deep. No, we, 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 we went down that rabbit hole, up another one, around to the gopher hole. <laughs> It was a thing. And this is why I'm so glad I don't have kids. I don't have to have these conversations. I, I, oh, my God. Dude. Outside, was, outside of my little circle, I don't have to have these conversations. Dude, growing up where I, you know, I'm sure you in Texas, like, it's like the rite of passage. So when you tell, when like, when you tell somebody you're not going to have kids, they're like, why? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to. <laughs> what? No. The, like James Vanderbeek in Varsity Boots. I don't want your life. You know, like. <laughs> Jeez. So I I had a vasectomy because I was like, I don't want kids. I, I do not. My and game is good. I <laughs> <laughs> It always is till it ain't. Ask me how. I mean, so far mine is like too. Undefeated, but man. <laughs> One scare in high school. Of. One scare. But I just decided to go that route, and it was the same thing from everybody back home. It was, you get a phone why? Call. Why are you doing that? Because I don't want kids. Why? Because <laughs> where's, where's, where's the I, 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 told, I just told you. You're I don't the one want that kids. messed up. <laughs> like, you're the parent. 
If you didn't want kids, why are you? Like, don't come at me. Yeah, because I can exactly. go out on Friday night whenever I want to. I, I do feel like a lot of parents though are like, no, you have to have kids because I fucking did it. Because I need to do up. this too. Because this my, is kids join, my kids, you join kids me. Join me in hell. <laughs> join me in my despair. First yeah. of all, all you parents out there that listen, I love you. <laughs> No, I got, I got I'm tons a parent of respect. And I like, absolutely love my like, kids and I want my nothing. kids. Yeah. I, and I tell everybody, having a kid is amazing if you want one. See, and here's the thing, guys. <laughs> I, I worked with shaming. Kids. Not cool. <laughs> no, I worked not with at kids from when I was uh, 19 to 25. And I love kids, man. I have a niece, I have nieces and nephews Ooh. that I absolutely mm-hmm. love and adore. I don't want kids personally. Then you like, should. Was there ever a time where like, you did? No, really. So I was because mar- it was a time for me. Yeah. I, I, I was married. And then you met one. Faded fast, <laughs> and my ex <laughs> wanted kids, and I agreed to like trying. I was like, fine, you know, we we can have a kid, whatever. Thankfully, we didn't have a kid together, but we call that a band aid. Yeah, uh, at the time, like. Did I want a kid then? No. Do I want a kid now? No. Have I ever wanted kids? No. I don't want kids. I don't want to be a parent. I don't want to be responsible for that. Absolutely not. I can barely take care of myself. <laughs> that, that's a, like, I, let's, let's be real. Let's be some, real. Here. Sometimes I still get drunk and get euros at three a.m. <laughs> Mainly because I had a gig, but whatever. Did, did I did I DoorDash food at four forty five the other morning? Yes, I did. Was I sober? Absolutely. <laughs> I. I some people forget that before they like could drink alcohol or anything they do for their vice. I was getting Taco Bell at bed night on the way home in high school. There was no alcohol involved. I didn't drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I didn't really drink until I was twenty, twenty or twenty one. Like, oh, really? No, I, I drank when I was underage, but it was only I did. It was at, it was at parties. You yeah, know, like if there was like a big party everybody was going to, but I wasn't like. Even then, I wasn't showing wasn't. up to school with a bottle of liquor or anything like that. Like I, I drank. Yeah. Now, when I graduated high school, and my buddies and I all got a house together, and it was our house in college. Yeah, we drank every night, but we were partying every night. But there well, were also, that's where you find your like that. I I that's where I learned like how to like can't respect your limit if you don't know where it is. <laughs> And that's when that's well like college. Said, Bob, well said. That's, well, but going to Alabama, like football season, like you find out real quick, dude. Like football in Alabama how to is a totally no. different sport. What's well, a religion? Like the sport it is, is in, in the stands. Too. Oh, it is, and there, Houston there's definitely, us. there's definitely like a rivalry between Texas, Georgia, and Alabama. Like oh, it's just, it's just. And, and and Louisiana, that just those four states right there. Going back to I, talking say, about my oldest, like she's a marching band, so I went down to see one of the football games, so I could see the halftime show and watch her march. And like everybody is talking like serious shit about the players, like they're not fucking thirteen-year-old like, kids. Oh, because so we're, we're like, oh, that guy's an idiot. His mama must have been inbred. I was like, oh, like these oh guys God. are fucking Man, awful. Oh, we don't wow. care about murder. <laughs> We get our asses kicked right now. Like, I think, you oh remember, my god, God, this is gonna. I, this is how my brain works. You say something like that, and I try to stay on point, but then I see like four other things, and I'm like, we gotta <laughs> talk tendrils. about ADHD. I probably yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, so this is a pretty like free, free, open ended podcast. Like yeah. words and yeah, yeah. 
We don't I'm talking about cuss words. I'm not about. I'm not about to turn into like. We a, don't have a big enough audience know. to where they carry out. I don't know how big your audience is. <laughs> not it's just, just us. It's just us listening, like like the musicians on Broadway. It's yeah, like, it's, it's, which is cool. I mean, like, and that's, I think that's, my mom that's listens. Enough. My mom listens pretty Hi, religiously. Hi, mom. My mom doesn't even know I have <laughs> a podcast. I don't know. I don't know if my mom knows. She just got an iPhone. She had a droid for the longest time. She was good enough to just call somebody on it. Nice. But like, she got it. I was talking to my girlfriend the other day. I was like. My mom is like, it's crazy because they 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 like they design the iPhone for like, like babies can use it. It's mm-hmm. intuitive, right? My mom was like, I'll never learn how to use another phone, whatever. And I'm like, you don't get it. And I and I knew it would happen, but I didn't notice that it happened. Like I, I just started. I don't text her now, and she texts normal. Like when she had an Android, it looked like she was drunk texting. <laughs> <laughs> but like I looked at my girlfriend, and I was like, Mom can text well now and she was like yeah you didn't notice that i think it's the iphone thing like she she was a bit like she's she just turned 70 last year so she was a bit like apprehensive like any other boomer is like Mm -hmm. but like just like just you know put your toes in the water try it out magically she knows how to use the smartphone like 10 times better than she used her android so yeah but I mean, they they design them to be user friendly for sure. No, that's why. And and I'm not part of the. I feel like there's like the prude pinky out crowd of both sides of it. Like, ooh, you sent me a green text. <laughs> you know, like the dreaded green text is like, well, I know you're not gonna get my stream of thought. You know, what I mean, like when you have an iPhone, you text like, like it's just right. boom, 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 boom. and then I talk to I've like, never heard, I've never heard to it referred as the stream. That's of what, that's what that's you, the, anybody, you see the blue text. Yeah. That's you're, you're as right. soon as you see it, you send six text messages. That could have been one. You ever notice that? It's yeah. like, and then, and then your friends that use Androids, they, if you ever bring that up, uh-huh. you should do that. Cause they're like, they just like they lose their oh, yeah. mind because they get like they get the first text and the sixth one then the fifth and it like it, it goes all in like what this is not even like a stream of thought at all <laughs> well it, it would have been that bad if anymore. you had blue text windows bobby bobby is an android user 100 <laughs> this, this is a like microcosm of my entire life like i was gonna say earlier like if i say anything it's not pointed at anybody it's just my thoughts <laughs> no, like I, i'm totally I, taking it i think it was some directed. people you like, were looking at me when you said that <laughs> i wasn't stabbing you in the chest. Was, i i was waiting for a, for a <clears throat> moment i could be like so by the way <laughs> i'm like again i don't i don't i i get it if you like android it's very like you can customize it. You can, mm-hmm. it's, I can like, do whatever I want to do. I don't have to wait for Apple to do it for me. I don't need <laughs> Apple to do anything for me. I just like, I need, I need a phone that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm, I, you, can't, I love, I, you can't hurt our feelings. We, we're, we're musicians on a, on a street with <laughs> accurate belligerent tourists. Oh. Like, I had this conversation with somebody not too long ago. Uh, I I told somebody I was like I don't care if I don't ever talk to you again. She's like, oh, I see, <laughs> I see. <laughs> Do you know? Is it the only? <laughs> you killed the him. Only, is it the only? Is it the only street you can work on? And you just you've you're done with that player. You've never seen him before. You've never seen him before. You know everybody on that street. I I know a lot of people. I know if, if I don't know them, I know their faces. So that one player, and then they're like kind of arrogant and they suck and you're like i'm never gonna like you think it's the only job world where you can be like 
and like never say <laughs> right. you like, like the, you see him coming down the street you cross Broadway because you're like no it's and also this this wasn't, even, this wasn't even a player in town this is just a, a so-called friend of mine oh and and not I don't know more and I was I was like I don't care I don't ever talk to you again because she I thought she, you were on a gig said, I thought you told that that was a no. musician I'm oh, like I will I don't care <laughs> I want to be there I, I've look man I've fired somebody on the spot have so, you I love how we we had an itinerary for this whole thing, and it's just like every subject we thought of at once. Like, I mean, somewhere doesn't matter how hard we try. This is where we end. Up. This happened outside when we were, when I was smoking a cigarette. Like it's just like it, it. We do have points of view that we should bring across. Like yes. you you stopped, so you're just we, gonna we have try. to wrangle me. And we we try. Well, that's the thing is neither one of us can be wrangled in. So. <laughs> <laughs> I try to tell people this is just a free for all, mm-hmm. and if we discuss things that are important, we you know do. what it you know what it is because we play four hour gigs and sometimes we just met the person, so we 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 just I guess my, and for myself like I feel like I just spit a bunch of like random like hey dude what up like this mm-hmm. and then you talk about a few things that like maybe you'll click on you know and it'll create some kind of like you know I guess camaraderie or whatever before you just stab away at a four hour gig I mean, that's the thing i found out with kyle like we'd been on several gigs together before we started doing the podcast and we get in here and it's like oh you're like a whole fucking person with like a (laughs) personality and shit we've spent hours together and i've never heard you say more than 12 words (laughs) i mean he's probably on like his third gig (laughs) right (laughs) talking's not like dude oh my god he speaks in numbers at that point I one do. four I, five I, I speak in numbers <laughs> and, don't miss and, the sex and, <laughs> and teenage like blink 182 belligerent puns about yeah ex or ex you know whatever whatever what all you said Friday uh, who but knows? I was like <laughs> cracking I, up who knows I was like, I'm in a high school punk I, band right now I when I'm I try to tell people this when I'm on stage and I have that microphone especially if I get to front the band I, that's why I don't want one you just you have to say whatever you can to keep people's attention and I've learned actually <laughs> I've, I've learned this from Woody believe it or not but <laughs> you can learn a lot from him <laughs> you can say Some almost good, anything it's really that, fun, yeah, I learned that from Woody you can say almost anything and as long as you laugh about it and like you make a joke of it they're gonna they're gonna hook it's hook line sinker every time if you can make somebody just laugh a little bit yeah they're they're stuck they're like okay he's funny not that I'm calling myself funny by any means, but I do have some jokes that I know that every time. Everybody. That we can, being we can, said, we can if go you're joking jokes. about the guy that hired you, it doesn't matter how hard everybody laughs. You don't get called back. <laughs> <laughs> that's gone. That's ask gone. me how I know. <laughs> oh, ask me how I know. <laughs> you're to, you'd be aware of that. That's you called shitting the bed. for the same guy. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> I, I didn't uh, know. We haven't you, got there yet. Your education. I was an education. Mate. I was early childhood development, which is where I was going to go when I was talking about not wanting children. That's that's <laughs> what that's what my degree started out as. Yeah, I love it. You know what? I, I went from music ed, which was the stupidest decision ever. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to teach a room full of adolescent kids. No, nope. try to wrangle them in. People with ask like, me nope. all the time. They're like, "Well, would you go back to teaching?" If no, because you, you know what we were like. Absolutely, the hell no, no, no. Like you give, I a would kid, be in jail. Give a kid a recorder and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Give a child a recorder and see what happens. You'll want to 
beat that child. <laughs> so you're the, I give the private clips. lessons, and I feel that <laughs> the clips of like, and like I remember, I was in strings in fifth grade. Like that was the first instrument I played. It wasn't drums. I played drums next year. Um, and like the the beginner, you know, they did beginner inter- intermediate mm-hmm. and. You know, and they they grouped us in with the high school, so it was like, oh, cute. Here's the new, and you then you know, here's hot cross, hot cross buns, and a sea of dissonance. Like you know, <laughs> it's like you can hear where the note should be, but like it's just nobody's nobody knows how to tune yet. And it's, right, it's just a show of like we've got the plane on the runway. Like it's not really flying, but <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Probably needs a little bit more t- of a tune-up before we take off, but we're going to try to take off anyways. Um, Elevator's not broke. Just won't reach the top. Was that Mitch Hedberg joke? It's like uh, I love Mitch an es- es- escalator's never broke down. It's just t- temporary, temporary stairs. stairs. Sorry, Sorry for, for the convenience. convenience. <laughs> they, say that, they, say the, they say the ingredients to spray is lemon and lime. There's more to it than that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you ever had Reese's? The uh, the punctuation is after it, it's it's possessive. So if you ever run into a guy named Reese, you better give it up, man. <laughs> oh. I was like, I forgot how much Mitch Hedberg I know. Dude, he's so funny. You know, like, uh, oh god, what does he say? He's like, you can't have an argument. <laughs> you can't have an argument while you're camping. What are you going to do? Slam the flap? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's the it's the shittiest like stoner jokes ever. Oh, it is. It, it so, my friend asked me if I wanted a frozen banana. I said, no, but I want a regular banana later. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. I, asked, like, I saw this wine I'm eating grapes. I said, dude, you got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> great oh stuff. God. Great stuff. Oh. But education, education. Didn't want to have children. I, and, like, when people now ask me why, I go, well, I have a degree. And if I ever want to deal with that hell, um, it's not hell when it's early childhood development. You just, you know, you set up a room and they teach themselves. Mm-hmm. You just basically, <clears throat> you know, you kind of guide them around. That's one of the easiest jobs ever. And it's one of the most like fulfilling jobs. But at the end of the day, I hand you your kids back and I go get a beer. Yep. And maybe play a gig. Or, or you know what I do? Whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. And that is exactly. way cooler than keeping my last name rolling <laughs> look <laughs> i'm gonna roll I my family's ha- big on nep- that side i got i got two nephews already yeah i like, got tons one of, family. of them is gonna continue doing the family it. name i'm not i'm not too worried about it i think we're good both my Yo. brothers have kids i don't need to have kids like, carbon footprints heavy right I'm, now i'm like i said uh, you adopting you know like uh, it, there's always adoption say if i get say i get say i got a wild gray hair in my 60s I'm going to adopt a kid. I mean, yeah. like, it, you know, that's, you know, they're, they're not going to be like, usually adopt when like you're almost, I don't even know shit about adopting. So I'm like, what was, I don't even know what the age, the average age or whatever, but 60, by the time you're, by the time you're 80, they're 18, they're on their, you know, on their way. So you still have that. There's a lot of options. Yeah. You don't have to go through the hill i have two you know i have you we talked i saturday saturday had to get a feel got two new kittens that reminded me more than anything i am not i don't want children like this is great 
they meow like crazy, but they can't speak English back to me. Like, first time, if I ever had a kid and the first time they said no to me, I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I remember how mad my mom used to get when I would say no. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like, oh, man, like the rage. This is like, oh, I don't want to. And, and it's just 24-7. Well, I just, like I said, I know how I take care of myself. Same. And, and, and I know one. that I would not be able to provide that for another, like, a, 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 a child, like a also, it's tiny terrifying. person that I would. Do you know we would be the best parents? Having a, it's different between having a spouse. Not that you're not a bad. You know. it's, it's different between having I'm a, a spouse because you're not, like, taking care of the spouse. Your spouse Keep can take care that. of themselves. I, I <laughs> like, a child that you were solely responsible for that, like, you have to make sure that thing doesn't die. Like, right? I. I feel like that's it, that I'm not I'm not made for that. I'm not made for that life. We would be the two of us would probably be two of the best parents because we think about that stuff. Yep. I really think people I don't think I'd be a great parent. I'm just gonna throw that I really don't think I would be. You you guys are missing like the worst part of being a parent though. Well, you you, you, you would you would know <laughs> the, the the kid's other parent that you then have to deal with forever. <laughs> Like there's no breaking Some up ki- if you have a kid. There's just <laughs> you seeing other people now. That's, that's, that's when the ball and chain becomes a real ball and chain, uh, right? Like that. That like I, I, Again, I tell what? people all the time. I would love to have another kid. I don't never, want another baby mama. Go for it. Go never for having it. kids and never getting married again. Just throwing that out there. But you rode Same the you, on just, both. you rode the roller coaster. I, I did, and it, you know what? While it was a fun ride, I'm glad that ride is over. <laughs> Definitely a wooden roller coaster then. <laughs> <laughs> wooden one with just the lap bar that doesn't that go all fun, the way down and throws you side to side. It's like, it's like a really wild wooden coaster. And they, <laughs> right. they did not oil the wheels. It's just like not at all. squeaking down, flipping over. It's like it over. started great and then got really violent. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know where, I don't know where we are right now. Speaking of not knowing where we are. <laughs> yeah, this I mean, podcast. I said, that, was, this, that was like a double entendre. This this podcast. Uh, anyways, Welcome so we have to, Bowen. He plays yeah. drums here in Nashville. He's from Alabama. And That's, this is what ADHD sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> this is what three grown men with ADHD doing a un, podcast. Unmedicated. Because I can't you know, remember. yourselves. Dude, I can't. <laughs> I can't remember to make the appointment to see the doctor to get my meds to remember to make the appointment. You know, but like. My, my doctor mails me my meds <laughs> nice it's like that's you know, basically like doordash <laughs> pharmacy um i mine doesn't manifest in my routine like my routine is fine uh it manifests in being social like we're doing right now like i, I mean like I, i'm clearly having a good time so that's why my brain is going to 40 different places and what and because we never get to hang out and talk because we yeah, only just see each you. other on stage yeah. Yeah. Or, i just, just got a good conversation with you yeah and mm-hmm. so like we, it, it's just the the volumes out yeah and and then it comes out too when i'm like if i'm this is also why i wake up at like 6 a.m for a gig that's at nine mm-hmm. i'd like to have some peace with my coffee you know i like that go i live downtown across from printer's alley like that could get bad if i just said exactly where i live um but like you know i'm right across from printer's alley like wake up in the morning it's real chill it's not crazy um i want to have that like moment of like chill and 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 not like I'm thinking deep thoughts or anything, but I'm just enjoying the morning before all hell breaks loose. You know, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. I really enjoy 
waking up like my cats they're passed out they're not up yet they're sleeping they're chilling oh that's still. not my yeah well yeah you, you still have kittens, i get woken so. up by even before old man but he, whoop, car they, alarm. they they chill they just sleep until i get up and then i get up and come out in my living room and just kind of hang out and turn on some Everybody music needs and that. like I'm not bothered by anyone or anything. Everybody that knows me in my life knows that I'm not functional before noon. So no one tries to contact me. Oh, you like, can contact me by like see, 7 I'm the exact opposite though. Like I, mean, you I have to morning sleep. Bird. You can. It's not going to be worth it. <laughs> I, I, if I respond to you that early, I guarantee if I respond to you before 10 a.m., I guarantee you I'm literally half asleep when I'm writing the message. <laughs> See, I'm, I mean, I've got to sleep until like the moment I have to get up to go, oh because God, if no. I get up and then sit down and relax, getting up from that is infinitely harder. No, see, I don't. It's not That's that why I, I go not, out front and sit on the stairs. But what I'm, I'm saying fall is, fall asleep like, on the stairs like a hobo. No, well, it's not even the falling asleep. Because then they'll it's think just, I'm a hobo. Because look at me. I have to get up and start my momentum there. Sure. Or it's way harder to get anything done. If I get up and I immediately start doing stuff. Then you, I gotta, you got a rhythm. You got a rhythm. See, my That's mind can't routine. do that. If I get up and start going into things, I all of a sudden like I just I, I will screw things up throughout the day. Where me, I have to get up in the morning and I I think about my day. I kind of plan it out in my head. I'm like, okay, this is what I've got to do and right. accomplish today. This is what I have to get done. Let's do it. And then I go about. But I am not a person like when I wake up in the morning. The funny I'm groggy, thing. bro. Like I'm not. I'm not there. I'm not fun. I cannot just roll out of bed and basically go like I need like an hour to ju- to really collect so, myself. Some, I mean, some folks I know they sleep as much as they can. I just I'm going to be a foggy mess if I get down to a four hour. Gig. I was also going to say like we do all this ADD stuff, but we get on a four hour gig and we we pop songs out and make you know well, that, that's part of we that's part that's, of our ADD. That, that's well, probably that's aiding our problem. You know that's. That's where our hyper fixation comes in. That's this is what we love. We mm-hmm. love playing music. The that's only what we thing can there's focus been able on. to there's, do and continuously. There's, ba- yeah. there's visual and non-visual like barrier. You can you can stay in the lane. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than this is just an open like, you know, it's it's open ended. So like, you're gonna get <laughs> all of the fireworks that are happening up here. That's all right. This that being said, happen. you put me by that window and I'm not responsible. That was your mistake. <laughs> I'm what? looking out the window. <laughs> Man, Tristan, it, Tristan and I today at Legends, we were both just you play, staring. Oh, he was staring out one window, and then I was like, "That's a really out the other bad one." That's a real uh-huh. bad. Legends is like uh-huh. the whole stage just because you can see everything. And if you're like, on drums, the the, the walk by on fifth, uh-huh. everyone looks at you and I. Yep. I look at the drummer. It's one of the busiest. That intersection and fourth are the two busiest intersections right there of 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 uh, pedestrian traffic. Mm -hmm. And that is the first corner that people are coming to on Broadway. They're coming from the parking garages and everything. So they're like seeing that. And Legends is generally because all the parking garages are mostly and then there's that mural. Yeah, you know the murals right there. Legends is that first bar right there. So like people come in and like it's just, dude. The people watching through that window is well, any, superb. It's amazing. Any, I mean, yeah. I did not realize how ADD that that is not a good setup. No, for either one of the three of us. The number of times I've snapped nope. back to reality, like, 
where the fuck are we? Are we at the <coughs> end? Is this the end? Is this, this is the bridge? We're good. Oh, we I are good. That. We are on track. <laughs> I, I'm playing the playing the gig I play right now with uh on the on the Tootsie Circuit. Like we the the old school country stuff. Like really engaged with it at first, and like I mean I'm still I love it. I'm not, that sounded bad. I, I I love playing it. It's one of the most fun gigs I play. It's one of the easiest gigs I play. And after I got the style locked down and stuff, but like man, have I been like like look a butterfly? And then I come back to like a Johnny Cash song. And I'm like, I don't know where the we are. Mm-hmm. Like, and I have to like I I just I get like Anthony the guy I play with. He he like <laughs> he does a lot of mannerisms with his. Headstock was a guitar. If he didn't do that, I'd sound like dog shit. That, that's one reason I love playing with Kyle because he, he understands ADHD. And if like if there's hits or something coming he, up, and he's noticed, I've been looking out were, the window. You learn you step can see up me. And he'll put he'll put the head of his bass in front of me. He's like, hey, like you can look out the window, but like right now, I need you here. <laughs> I, I try. I try to big. help, man. That needs to be talked to every uh-huh. front yes. or bassist. Like that. That just needs everybody. To be. The more you like. You know, give What's, me a visual. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be like Mick Jagger or anything, but like if you can just act like you love it. You know, I know it's wagon wheel, but well, as, as long as the bass and drum and Morgan if, if if one of us falls, like oh, it's, 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 it's so easy for the whole band to just fall apart. Mm-hmm. Like that can easily make a song just slip. So <clears> all I try to do when like. It's different, I, like you know, like when I was fronting Friday night. That's completely different. I'm in a whole different mindset. I'm more focused on entertaining the crowd and just like yeah. singing Yo. songs. And you but, should be because that's your job. But at that point. when I'm standing back, especially like on our Monday morning gigs, when we're all over the place, not playing the same songs, I'm just trying to make sure that we're all like on the same mm-hmm. page, paying attention. Like and that's a thing too. Like do we there's, know when there's we're a starting, stopping, ending. There's like, a leeway in that time frame. With the open the opening slot, like you're not getting a packed room in the first forty five minutes, so why not just throw some shit at a wall and see if it sticks? Yeah, you know, like songs mm-hmm. you don't know, songs you heard, but you you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, we do that all the time. Yeah, all and the it, time. that's if, and if you don't know how to do that, it's a really good thing to do because you yeah. you know you don't want to bomb your gig when it's packed and then lose <laughs> your gig. Yep. So. But I've okay. definitely definitely been on some of those six to tens or ten to cl- ten to close where. Uh, Oh yeah, sure we can pull it off, and then um, we should have just said no. Sure, the fuck can't because <laughs> we, we, yeah, like it's I you know we make the joke all the time. If you want to hear You're the song bad enough, bad enough we'll, we'll play, play it bad, bad enough. enough. I was yeah. just about to you say know, that, but I also say I that in confidence, knowing that okay, we all know the song well enough to get through it. If there's a song that like I know the band doesn't know or I don't know, say no. I I will no. turn around and say we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're not doing it. If the entire band knows it and I don't, and I can Friday. pull up a chart, fine, not a problem. Right? But yeah, yeah. But Friday. Will Will knows everything, so it's like. But there were there were a couple songs where like we Will and I looked at each other. I said, "Do you know it?" And he goes, "Nope." And I was like, "Then we ain't doing mm-hmm. it. If you don't know it, we ain't even gonna yeah, fucking yeah. try it." <laughs> Will doesn't answer. know it. You got no business. To it. <laughs> he is a endless. Dude is. I, well, I didn't know he had. I didn't never ask him. He had siblings. Like that makes sense. Now he has siblings that are like our age so i'm like how do you know this shit that i like blasted when i was like like 16 17 like he knows he knows all these records that like mm-hmm. like story of the year like you were you were shitting your pants still mm-hmm. 
you were shitting your pants still. Like you were, you were still pooping your diaper. Literally. How do you know this? Like this yeah. isn't that's that's well, not and what's crazy is like I love he, it. It gives me geeked. This the second emo band that I did here in town. He was the front man. He's and, good man. I know he could scream like that. Oh my god. Yeah. It's because he, he obsesses like over this stuff. Like he'll pick a thing that he can't do. Yeah, and, and do it. Just fucking do it. And he he is one of those pr- people. If you tell him that he can't do it, oh, watch. I it. think fucking. I think probably all it. three of us are that. Do you guys? Like, do you want? Do you want me to? Do you want me to blast down a path that I don't know anything about? Like, tell me I can't do it. No, I will get pissed they're, about it. I I am that person now. I if there there are things like yep, nope, can't do it. Not even gonna try. Like I <laughs> just. Gonna but those are also things I'm not interested in doing. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, like but well, like, like yeah, you know, like I got a bunch of friends that are really into jujitsu, and every time I go home, like that that's all they talk about. That's what they want to do, and they always try to get me to do it. And I just I have zero interest in it, like whatsoever. Like it's just not. I used to be into martial arts and all that stuff, but I just don't have any interest in it. I watch it. I'm all and interested in it until I do some shit, and then I'm like, okay, fucking old. Just, how old are you? for me. How old are you? Thirty six. Oh, we're the same age. Look at this. It's crazy. It never happens. <laughs> Somebody's always like sixty two. Like, I, like when I moved from Tuscaloosa, I was the pawpaw. Like I when I got up to Nashville, and I met like when I met Corey Mack, and he was like five years older than me. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm back in the median. Like, I'm not like I'm not the, the you know like when you play. I was in my the college guy when I moved here. Not anymore. <laughs> Same. When did you move here? Ten years ago. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. I mean, I it, moved August of 2013. Oh man, I was playing the. I was like, <clears throat> I don't want to say I was owning the bar scene in Tuscaloosa, but like as a drummer in Tuscaloosa, like. Well, I mean, there it? were probably only if like I, three of you. First of all, there's a lot of there's a good bit of us. Like there, there, really? there were, yeah, it, it, there's it, actually it a not. pretty decent music scene in Alabama. Yeah, like you, <laughs> like it's not bad. Huntsville actually has a pretty good music scene. Like Jason Isbell, he that's he, fair. The guy who wrote "Cover Me Up" that everybody you play "Cover Me Up" by Morgan Wallen, and I'm like, sure can't. I want to choke you. <laughs> I want to choke not by you Morgan Wallen because he does not. We had we had Elijah last Monday. Uh huh. And uh, somebody requested cover me up, and we always like he always like makes sure that people know it's by Jason Isbell. Not I do that, yeah. And, and so of course Noah was like, "Oh yeah, cover me up" by Morgan Wallen, the one by, the one that Morgan Wallen wrote, right? And like I will die on that hill. <laughs> you could just see like the, the flame steam. and steam coming <laughs> out of Elijah. It was pissing him off so much. I was, I was loving every minute of it. What I, was fun in that too, is like when, when Morgan first put out that song, all the Isbel fans were like, this is bullshit. And I was like, dude, just got well, a fucking check, man. Right. And you know, what like, he, you know, what, you know what is perfectly happy with this situation. You know, you know what he did with the check when the whole, or the neighbor filming him. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, he, he donated, donated all. it to, to racial equality, uh-huh. inequality, like like that's what he he because he don't give a crap. Like but that, I, I'm, but I'm, I mean, like, like he got a Grammy on that one, didn't he? Yeah, I guess. We got, so he got the Grammy. The he album, got the, the money. Album, I think <laughs> like, I I did it. So I did a session with Jimbo, the bass player, uh, soon after that. And the funniest thing about when you win a Grammy is you have to pay for your Grammy. Oh, I'm sure. He was like, "Welcome to our industry." <laughs> 
Yeah, we, you, you won <laughs> you this award, on, but you but, still can rail. But uh, you still need to pay for the award. Oh, you're not going to pay for it? Well, then you don't get it. You no longer have won it. Like, well, what? That, that's like when I explain to people, like, how many friends I've got that'll go play Bridgestone and make 50 bucks and then go play Broadway and make, make 300 500. In, in the same time frame. <laughs> I met buddy, my buddy Ben, you know Ben, uh, G- I'm going to butcher this name, Guidry, um, plays at Tootsie's. He's, uh, he toured with um, Tracy Lawrence. Okay. And uh, Trace Atkins. And my buddy uh, from Alabama, uh, Britt McCullough, plays with Trace Atkins now. And I mean, you can talk money or whatever, but like, you know, he, he, what he basically boiled it down to, he's like, why would I go? He's like, I have, I have kids. I'm in my 40s. Like, why would I go on a tour right now when I need to, like, when I can stay home, be dad, and make double, triple my money sometimes? Yeah. You and know, probably work less technically. Like I, yeah, because I, I filled in for that gig, and when boy did I make half my rent. My I, God, I <laughs> all the road gigs I did were all with local artists. We opened for a lot of big acts, but That's everybody that I played for was with local artists, and I was getting paid pretty decent for decent, for road yeah. paid. But I was gone four days a week, not sleeping in my own bed. Was only home for two or three nights a week. And I like when that. I started doing Broadway, I can make I the same amount of money in two or three days. If make I, it in one day. I could, yeah, I could. Sometimes you do do that. But, you know, I can make right. it in two or three days and then have the rest of the week off if I wanted to. Yeah. And not be spending all this extra money on food and travel expenses. And taking up some soft the, the, the benefit to getting to travel and play music is that you're getting to travel. Travel. And that play you music. have to love travel. And so, like... As long as that's what you're looking forward to, then it's a great gig. Yeah. But if you don't want to travel, then you don't have to, and there's no reason to. I was just saying, so Dave Weckel, uh, if the drummer Dave Weckel, mm-hmm. you, you know, Kyle? Um, I do not. Yeah. Uh, well, you old, and you should. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That man is butter on drums. If I it's, could be it, it, 0.4% of the drummer, if I could just, I don't even want to play like he plays. No. I want to sound like he does when he plays. Like, he, his touch is like it's like Benny Grab and stuff I like want that. to be able to explain the complex things that he does like they're no big deal like he does like oh all you gotta do is this he mm. no, 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 like, nope I watched him I, he was he was a big influence when I was growing up like learning drum set and like I never even watching him now I don't feel like he's doing things that like it's like a turnover to like Mike Mitchell like do with the dreads I forget mm-hmm. I think he plays for play with a bunch of like has his own band drums at the sea of drums and he plays this like kind of it's like it's like miles davis type like really really crazy drumming stuff i'm like Mm -hmm. that you can't explain to me like you can tell me your ideas and stuff or like your parameters or how you're seeing it when you're doing it but like dave like dave wackle like it's crazy it's crazy polished and good but Mm -hmm. to me it's not over my head right can i do that no Right. But but that's what I'm saying. It's like it, you ask him some question over how he plays something. And he's like, oh, it's just super easy. It's this, this, well, he's a good teacher. this, and this. Yeah. And I'm like, I got you. And then he plays it. And he's like, no, no, I don't. I don't got you anymore. Well, I can't sound like that. <laughs> I mean, it, it, but half, half of his, not to water it down, but like half of his aura is the way he, the way his touch mm-hmm. and the way he plays. But to not be ADD anymore. Um, he said in a, in a clip and I shared it on my Instagram, he was like, you can't think that you're going to just tour. Right. And, and, and he's like, you got to diversify. 
you know he does teachings he does recordings he Mm -hmm. does all this stuff and you know so you're like expanding your income to other things Mm -hmm. that took me a while to learn like i probably learned that when i moved up here like and i'm i want to set up some kind of studio where i can do drums but like i'm making friends that i can like you know split money with and do like demo stuff like i want to do because i'd really i would like to have more studio time i'm just doing broadway like a same I, I want more studio yeah me too. we're all whores yes we're yeah. musical, musical whores. whores we put Absolutely. out and keep putting out no that was something that energizer uh, bunny i learned mm-hmm. a couple years after moving here and got hooked up with uh some players that play for blake shelton and you know like they all make pretty decent living yeah, but they all play or I'm do something away. else on the side like it's fun it's your getaway the biggest mm-hmm. benefit to being to playing for a major artist like that is that you get the notoriety for playing for a major artist like Instagram that. Instagram followers. So it's like, all right, look, um, I want to start teaching private lessons. That's cool. I charge 50 bucks an hour. You know my Freaking, mom, you know what we paid for my lessons? What's that? I remember this. My drum teacher took 20 bucks for an hour. Oh. Maybe less. I think after we got to know each other, he cut it down because... He told I me make all that the time. mistake a lot. <laughs> well, he would like. Well, he he. His name's Gary Chumney. Uh, he's a he's a monster teacher, monster drummer. Uh, he he works his ass off. Um, but after a while, like he kept telling me, like he would be the first one to be like, "You you can do this for a living. Like you're gonna be mm-hmm. good enough, whatever." I'm like, mm-hmm, whatever. So I, mean, I think that's probably where it came to. And like he would he was also super nice with fielding my ADD. Like I would just ask a bunch of questions. And we get some drumming done, but as I got older, I, you know, I didn't. My dad died when I was ten, so I think he was like a big father figure for me. Yeah. So I needed like he, and I was like, I don't open up to just any, you know, adult at that age. I didn't do that. Right. So he's a drummer. He was cool to me. He was super nice. Like I opened up to him. Like so he he really dealt with that a lot, uh, and, and fielded that and taught me a lot of crap, but. Oh my god, freaking! I I hate the way I did. I, I think it's because I'm in my mid thirties. I think I start like I get to a dead end. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm sounding like the stoner I am. <laughs> but no, all, all that weird, to say, like, I, if you have the notoriety of being a superstar's yeah. drummer, then you can you can be like, hey, I'm in town. Let me come do something at your studio, and you're gonna be like, dude, right. that's awesome. Come on, because yeah, you would yeah. But exactly. if I do that, then they're you, like, who the who fuck the, are, are you? you? No, go away. We don't yeah, like I your mean, kind. <laughs> <laughs> until they do. Right. And and that's the, they, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's such but, a weird, it can, it can flip overnight. Mm-hmm. And how random it is. There's no, no. there's no r- rhythm to finding success in this. It's, I mean, it's really just work your ass off and hope mm-hmm. that it works out. And make sure you enjoy it. And I tell yeah. new people all the time, I'm like, as long as you enjoy this shit, you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Like you'll make enough money, well, you'll figure it, it if out. If you don't enjoy this, there is no fucking reason to be doing this. No, the no, headache you're gonna, that it you're comes gonna, with is not worth it if you don't enjoy <laughs> it. You're gonna end up with a vice or a problem. Like a, you're gonna mm-hmm. probably if medicate it. And if you're coming here wanting a record deal or to be famous, <laughs> famous. or anything like that, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, and mm-hmm. you'll you will not last in this uh, town or on Broadway or doing anything. But if you're coming here because you just love music and want to play music and be surrounded by literally some of the best musicians in the world, 
then you're going to be successful. Like you, you just, you are because you're doing what you love and you're mm-hmm. surrounded by it. And you're surrounded by those people that like, and you're in an environment you where you can make money and survive. Doing and it's, that. and it's a huge, huge database of like, of, mm-hmm. uh, and just bars on bars. And people are like, that kills me is how people cannot play on Broadway and not be like working every day in their studio and making money with artists they're recording. And then, and they, they make their rent. I'm like, what are you, are you like just slaving away at Uber? Okay, what, are right. you, what are you doing? You don't have a day job. You meet me at the bar. Like, what? Like, you know, and then you talk to those people and they don't want to do Broadway because it's like they see the vanity of it. And it's like, yeah, you can get a sucky band. There's some good ass bands down there. Yeah, like, there are. And the more you get into it, the better chance you are with them, you know. And if you're, if you're just jumping around, filling in here, here. Yeah, that's what I, I did can for see the first having, two years. You, I can see you having a terrible time. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to do until I found bands that like I kept you. You got to find your people, and because there's a know, sea of genres, yeah, it, it is, and just a sea of different people. Like, I mean, you're not going to get along with everybody. You, you're not, and that's okay. No. And it, it is, and you're not. You're <laughs> not going to fit in. You're not supposed to. <laughs> you're not going to fit in in every gig. I mean, it's just like it, that's another thing that bothers me is the people that come down and like they're doing that. They're not saying they're doing it, but they're doing it. Like, and it's like. Like they they wanna they wanna cut every corner and get yeah. on a touring gig and they're gonna get on that gig and realize they fucking hate it. Yep. Because because you're not home now. Or just can't do it because you haven't you haven't built the skills. Right. Being well, on stage, you know, Broadway's a chop. There's a lot of skills. Dude, involved. Broadway and a, the we, utmost of chop builders. Mm-hmm. Broadway is a boot camp for musicians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you've never played, I'm thank God you, you. I mean, you look like you were in a high school band. Um, so do I, and I when we were, I and like, was, so yeah. I, I cut my teeth at like punk shows and stuff, like sweaty, grimy bullshit. That's like mm-hmm. people get on the gigs down here and they're like, oh, it's so bad. And I'm Dude, like, you don't know the half of this shit. I I had like, to plan and book my first show when mm-hmm. I was 13. Like, I'm not kidding you. Like, that's we, terrifying. Yeah, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I we had to t- contact people and talk to them and get this gig. Like, we legitimately had to do it and. It, Taught me a lot. Like, it taught so, me a lot. So right after high school, I joined up with this pop punk band. Uh, what is that? What do those air quotes mean? It, it wasn't pop punk. It was... What is pop punk? Pop punk is... That's, I see. See where... Mm-hmm. See how so I classify <laughs> like, pop punk is the... <laughs> The punk you bet the, you, musical you idea what you're about to say on a microphone. polished... And processed in a pop way. Yeah. Like, so, like Blink-182, that was not OG pop punk. Like, no. Sprock Rock. That, like Sprock Rock. It was like pop punk. Like the old yeah. 90s like stuff. Green Day. Pop pop punk really wasn't a genre at the whole... They, they didn't want it to be one. Yeah. You'd think of punk. But like when, 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 I think, when I think... Yeah. Anarchy. When I think pop punk, because it's one of my favorite bands, I think Bowling for Soup. Hardcore. See, that, I think Bouncing Souls. See, I'm not as familiar, but I, oh, man. I know Bowling for Soup. Not but anyway, great band. this great band. this was a punk Sing band them. that started writing love songs and called itself a pop punk band. Yeah. Do you, ever, do you know No Use for a Name? I do not. That's that's They're like right there, like that kind of like time frame. They're a little, they were a little more underground, but kind of the same production and stuff. Like... Motion City soundtrack. That's another like, but that's a fringe. Yeah. Like people would call yeah. it that, or they'd call it like. But anyway, uh. 
to get back to the point, we went on tour and we did forty eight states in forty eight days. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was the whole Jeez, thing. Forty eight states, forty eight days. Yep. And we did we it. We were not it was 20. awful. It was fucking awful. But we ran out of money at the second show. Yeah. Oh no 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 way. So how did of, you second show. We oh literally spent God. the money we made from show three to get to four, four to get to five. Some days we didn't oh, eat. Every night we slept in the van. Yeah. Like there's just no no preparation. The you didn't absolute like we were still booking shows, right? The day of, in some cases, that we had to play a show in that state for oh, it to count. Man. Jesus, like it was. Like, if you can think ooh. of something, our, our guitarist, they flew him in from Japan because our singer had taught in Japan, taught English in Japan for a few years. Uh-huh. So flew him in. He had no idea what was going on. Could barely speak English. Decided he didn't want to play anymore and was going to fly back. And then our singer was like, well, we're just going to leave him on the side of the road because he's quitting oh, the band. Oh, oh, and I was like, God, like, let's act like teenagers. Dude has like 15 English words in his vocabulary and you're leaving him on the side of the road. Like, you know, this is the kind of his, bullshit. Like, hijack, you know, like, it was not, like, I mean, it somebody's was gonna, awful. Somebody's going to like murder him. So. Like, you know? It's any any road situation I've been on since then has been so much better than that. Well, that yeah, everybody's like, "This is that. awful." I'm like, "There's a fucking bed." I didn't. This get, is amazing. Yo, right? I I, <laughs> I, I have the, I have never like unless I was hungover had a bad night's sleep. Like I can sleep on a freaking floor, mm-hmm. like, and it's still fun. Like it's this. I'm the one. I'm one of the best guys to call. Throw into a van because I'm right? I've been doing it since high school. I I can, I but can. But you do not want to. But I absolutely do not want to. <laughs> I don't want to like, all the time. I, but I, I, mean, I do it enjoy. Brings you it. back to center. When if you, if you give me a pillow and a blanket, I can pretty much fall asleep anywhere. Yeah. Do I want to at this age? Absolutely. No, because when you're when you're when you're thirty five, thirty six, you wake up and it's like it hurts. The barn door hinges like like you're squeaking like a uh, tin man from bro. Uh, I took too many naps yesterday. <laughs> and had Dude, you take too worst, long of a nap. I had the worst migraine because of it. Yep. Like you ever sneezed and got a cramp? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried to like I've sneezed and like hurt I've my sneezed, shoulder. I've coughed, I've farted, and I've gotten cramps. And they're and they're <laughs> debilitating. Like pickle juice won't do shit for you. You're just old, bro. Like not even my knees. Like that's the funniest thing. Like that's my ailment that I get. I get like I'm like I need to just stretch. I'll be fine. Like I see like friends that are like six years younger than me, and they get up and their knees are hurt, and I'm like, you just still wait. got it, bro. You just wait, <laughs> right? I mean, I I think I don't I don't think there's enough respect for like the front people. Like I get the people are like, oh, you played drums for twelve hours, and I'm like. Yeah, set my ass down the whole time. Right, and then like, like, I was like you don't like, like that's you don't understand like from. standing yeah. for that long and singing and playing oh, yeah. a, the bass or a, anybody but that's playing a Les Paul down there. No amount of technique in the world your alleviates weight. Like, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize how heavy a Les Paul was. Mm-hmm. I picked it up and I'm like, yeah, like I'm not. I'm four not a rock songs star, and I'm like, tapping out. Yeah, yeah mo- like, most of my bases are between nine and or uh, eight and a half and ten and a half pounds. It gets heavy and quick. I mean, you have an eight and a half, ten to ten pound base hanging over your neck for four to eight hours. 
It starts to I bet hurt. you back here. It starts. But going back to talking about like punk shows, when you're playing for a half hour in a hall show, you can swing for the fences oh, yeah, all night long. It's a great night. You're rocking out. When you do what we do, you learn technique real quick. Like, oh, I can do all this and exert yeah. zero energy at all. Yeah. You set your drums up correctly. Mm-hmm. Just I've been, barely oh move, use the rebound. It, I'm not doing anything. It's one of the things that I love watching Tristan when he plays. His his arms don't move. It's just his hands. Yeah. Everything is so close. And it's I'm like, it, it blows my mind. Because I watch all these guys growing up and the same thing, just flailing around. Mm-hmm. And Dang. here's Tristan doing the same things, but like but no barely, flash. barely moving. You don't it's, need it unless you're you, you, you were talking about it. Travis Barker earlier. Like playing how he plays, it would kill me. I like, have my I w- criticism. I would, I would hurt. Even though I wanted to be him in high school, oh, we all I mean, did. I think that he's he's a great. His is obvious. Obviously, it's there's there's no hiding why he's a member of a mm-hmm. three piece pop punk band. He's a big part of that. You know, Mark Hoppus is a great bass player. He doesn't do anything fancy, but he sits in that pocket no, with him you, you do what you do yeah but like yeah i could i don't know how travis barker's still playing drums flat no at his age i don't fucking know no like and i know he's broken his wrist right he broke his hand or something and i'm like that could be stress because you're still playing your shit flat like a tabletop you know well, like he I, finally had that surgery after mm-hmm. years on his hand just uh like six it's or lot seven of, months ago dude, before a lot this of drummers tour. a lot of guys down like and we have a we have you in, are you in the, the, the drumming, the Nashville drumming group, like the, the message thread or whatever? I, I mean, don't think I am anymore. I think I, I mean, it can get, it can it. meander sometimes. Yeah. I, I sometimes look at my phone and I'm like, oh, God, I missed that wave. And yeah. I'm not going to like, <laughs> I, clearly I'm not going to, I don't know, I'll just catch up, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, on, I'm already on a gig. What the hell? Um, There was a dude and not to like, again, not talking shit, Um, but he I forgot who it was, but he he could he had to get a feel. He's like, I woke up and uh, my thumb and my index finger are numb, and I'm like, that's your that's probably your radial nerve. Mm-hmm. You're not setting your you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you're playing your snare too low, or you're playing your drums too flat. You're doing, you're doing something cool. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to look like a big symbols and shit. And um, I've spent the last like probably. 45 years like fixing my drum height and technique started playing traditional grip i've mm-hmm. never been good at that shit i don't know how the hell outside of me playing my drums higher that i've like gotten that technique down because people tried to teach me when i was growing up mm-hmm. and whatever but like i don't i say my knees don't hurt my lower back doesn't hurt like i've told a bunch of people like they'll i've been asked like in private and passing after a gig or whatever and i'm like you raise your shit up like, yeah your belly button is your waist, right? It's your true waist. It's not our waist, but like, that's where you're drumming. You need to, like mm-hmm. Todd Such Todd Suckerman from Sticks. Yes, his snare when he plays match grip, he it's all the way up here, mm-hmm. and it that might be a wee bit too high. Yeah, but uh, you don't also realize how much power you develop without the arm movement when you play your shit higher. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a bunch of things that'll keep you from. You know, and there's stretches. Like, like you, you were talking knees. Like best thing I ever did was raise, raise my throne. Dave like, Weckle. Yep. Taught that in his back to basics. Yeah. Like you know how I sit? I sit with my knees below my butt. Like yep. there's a, there's a slight angle because then you can and then you, you can, can get leverage. And with that, you Makes you sense. have posture. Mm-hmm. If your knees are up here, you can't sit up straight. Yeah. 
like you play people play do you get on a kid on Broadway and again not it just ain't my it ain't, it ain't the way I do it so mm-hmm. like but I don't it's 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 not talking crap as much as I'm impressed that somebody can sit that low and play drums for four hours mm-hmm. like well, tra- like Taylor Hawkins played yeah with his knees above his ears well I like, mean so for me yeah yeah let's, playing, hear, let's hear your playing in <laughs> yeah. in punk bands growing up like. It was the thing to have my bass Hello. all the way down here, because I'm just playing like 16th notes, like just straight 16th notes. Like I don't have to do anything fancy or special. That elbow, though, yeah, me. you know. And dude, I I used to have really bad problems with my elbows, and that was why. Uh, moving here to Nashville, had to learn to not play with a pick, because dude, I could not play with my fingers at all when I moved here. Like I had to, I had to relearn a whole like technique and everything. And so sitting down for hours and with, oh, with my bass God, right dude. here, and I was like, "Oh, this is a lot easier to play." So I just slowly, gradually started it's raising my bass up, up. and I, <laughs> I never got up like it, I don't play like Logan where it's up at my chest. But like for a while, I played with it like right here around my it my stomach. Good. I mean, you don't. And yeah, now I have it lower now where I, I found that good comfortable spot. Like I call it my rock star. It's, it's still low because I was looking at you Friday and Friday is still I got like long ass arms, man. <laughs> I mean, you are you are like a damn orangutan. Right? <laughs> if he was up here, his elbows, yeah, yeah three feet be behind more elbow <laughs> issues. It's, it's it's comfortable. Like yeah. both my it arms are like slightly bent. Yeah, I I have that range of motion with my left arm, and like I can play e- either with a finger with my fingers or a pick with my right, and it's comfortable and easy versatility. But yeah, but that's the word we're trying to talk about. Eric Gannis, he's a prime example of this. Like he would play low. He played as low as he could forever, and it wasn't until about six or seven months ago I saw him. He had his guitar lifted up, yeah. and I asked him why. He goes, "It's just easier, and it's not killing my back." And you I was like, still, "Yeah, yeah, could still be a rock star mm-hmm. with good technique. Like yeah. if you if you really, you know, they, they we what we're just talking about is coming from teenagers like." Teenage musicians like the visual is so much cooler mm-hmm. than because nothing hurts. Well, like, you know, you can end at that age. You, you don't understand the audio. You haven't you haven't swam in it long enough to really get yeah. it. So like all the things colliding together in this mash of sound is cool, and then throw the look on top of that, and it's rock star. Yeah, and you're there, and like, and and it's not. It's like you know the. That that whole thing when people are like it's not a, it's it's a mindset. I'm like it kind of is like with metalheads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I always thought that was the cheesiest, shittiest line ever. And like you really notice it when you but people that do it. Like when mm-hmm. I played Rare Hair the, the other night, I I can look like I like rock music, but I'm still Santa Claus beard like mid thirties dude drummer. You mm-hmm. know like and I, and 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 I you know I look kind of country, can play rock, can do all that shit. But I can't do like I don't know who these dudes were. They look, I mean, they look, they look like Poison in the eighties, like like new like Poison when they came out with the Aquanet. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, bro, it's like nineteen eighty five out here. Like, what the heck? Like, it is so cool. Like, I didn't know. You know I, I can't pull that look off. I can't, I can't pull, pull that pull look a off either. Off. This is this is off. one of the the few looks that I can actually pull off, and I'm like, all right, this looks good on me. <laughs> if I shave Even my so face, we will never oh change God. it again. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I like having the blue in my hair right now. Uh huh. But I was looking, and I was like, "Yep, nope." I just really like the dark green. We're just gonna stick with the dark green. You should, like, you should let my, you should let Coley do your mohawk dye or color it. Yeah, yeah. She she does hair over at uh, a shame shameless uh, plug or what like what what they say on uh, busting with the boys like no free shout outs free shout out whatever oh, yeah. you know you don't like tag she works at beauty school over on like uh, five points is on like five points pizza on charlotte okay the, the aesthetic of that place is oh the pleasing. place that used, that used to be that like warehouse and they now have a bunch of little shops in it you um, you know where double dog is and yeah. farm burger used to be on west like yeah. Across the tracks right there on the left, same side. Okay. That's pretty new. Like, there's Bearded Iris is right there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And there's I, a pretty okay. sweet, like... I, I know the yeah. area you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a, a ramen place over there, too, I went to. It was pretty good. Do you know Taylor Dahlia? That name sounds really familiar. She does She does 1230 Gloves and stuff. She's, I mean, she's a wonderful singer. singer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. who she is. I, I, don't, I don't, like, know her, know her, I'm but I know who she is. Yeah, yeah. Her, her set... A little more country than yours, but kind of like, kind of dips into the same stuff. No, she goes to she she was like one of Coley's first like clients. I'm like, I think, you got enough hair to get your hair like she can do some crazy stuff. I think she uh, didn't. I think she did the Rage tribute mm-hmm. show. Yeah, she was one of the reasons I went. Uh, me and my buddy. Do you know Clayton Bell? Do not. No. Okay, I'm trying to get Clayton to come down and play on Broadway, but he he's. He is currently redoing a studio because uh, when we had that like ridiculous like what was it minus twenty eight degrees? Oh my god! He had a pipe bust and like mm. had to strip like dude the amount of work he is doing. So I kind of wanted him to come down and play, but like I'm like I know what you're doing. Like he he just made a floating uh, vocal like a vocal room the other day, like mm-hmm. the um, isolation room. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a drummer, remember? I was talking caveman, <laughs> so, uh, but. I, yeah, I, I've been trying to get him down there. He went with us, uh, with me and Coley, that show. Like, I, because, you know, Brian, Brian was on it. Mm-hmm. Will and Tyson were playing, like, in 16 songs. <laughs> Every time I looked up, Tyson was on a different instrument. I'm like, I really should have listened and learned, like, bass or something when I came down here. Man, I, yes. I should have kept with playing drums and guitar. And, I bought know. a bass to learn to play, like, a few, like, what was it, like, six months ago when you couldn't find a bass player? Yeah, I was like, no, that was about a year. Did you buy one? Was it about a year? Ago? Yeah, it was, it was last year. Well, I bought a bass, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking learn because everybody needs a bass player, and if I can just get like okay, I can make room, some money, right? And I then mean, for most, most of it, especially yeah. with the music, the nighttime music you're playing, like if it's not just crazy '90s country, it's some of the yeah. hardest stuff. Ni- '90s country, <laughs> it is, it is you loaded. You cannot, you cannot bullshit a lot of that '90s no, country, man. No, no drums. '90s music in general. Just '90s music in general. I don't feel that you can really just you can't recreate it. Bullshit. It's hard. It's hard to recreate. Like, mm-hmm. so, like what we talking about click tracks and stuff. If I hear another band on Broadway play Zombie above a hundred, I'm, I'm gonna shit my pants, and I'm gonna throw it at them. But it's so hard to play slow. <laughs> you don't have to play it slow, but you don't have to punk it out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love rock. No, I mean, I love rocking out. I try and keep it slow, but, but the whole song is when it's just slow, a little like bit, the, a little bit. It, there's little a reason bit, they put it in, that tempo in the studio. Hits. It just, it okay. hits right. Yeah, it, it feels. You know, like you wouldn't play "Living on a Prayer" like a pop punk band. 
But oh, my, I would have been. <laughs> oh my god, you, dude! Ooh, I just got. I know what I'm going to work on tonight. Now, <laughs> <laughs> turn it on no, a prayer. No, in the I, I, and I know what you're saying. And it bothers and the hell out of me. I, 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 there should be a, the a, a the bar. problem with a lot of these songs that everybody likes to rush a lot. Though it's like even if you are set to like, all right, let's keep it. At least close to where it should be. Well, the other guys, the drummer in the band are like, Let's and the bassist, speeding up. Listen, I it's, it, again at the end of the day, it's really between me and you know drummer and bass. Like, mm-hmm. if we're gonna, if we put our feet down, nobody's gonna run away with it. No, nope. even if, they, they won't be able to. No, and, and I'm like, I'm not trying to be a dick when I do that. I'm trying to make a point. I'm like. Mm-hmm. You know, if you tell me to go faster, I'll do it. If that's your thing, like if you, like you know, like if yeah, like yeah. a punk version or whatever, that's fine. Tell me, <laughs> tell me we're doing it. But if we're if this just do the song, yeah, yeah, just, I'm gonna just, drag just you like, just like I did to you to the the two country songs. I was like, hey, we're gonna rock them up. Yeah. We're gonna turn this one to well, a punk never version. Broke my heart is just alternative rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I just wanted well, that just a little bit heavier. And of course, Will made that perfect. His damn dude, he, Zach he, Wild squeals. What did he do? What were we playing Friday night? And he, it was something, and he had the he had the setting on the guitar, and it cracked me up. It was so on point. I'm like, God, damn it! You're such a nerd. Yeah, like, you had a good <laughs> he one. He is though. It, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember what it was, like, but he he played it, and I was like, it wasn't that it, is the damn same guitar from the? It wasn't zombie. It was something with with kind of like that kind of effect, though. I right. remember. Um, Fuck. Very nineties like because I even looked back at him. I was like, we both play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he because you don't he, have to he try plays that these hard. songs mm-hmm. so much. Like well, he and that's has it that's his thing in. too. Is like he has become such the guy that's like, all right, this is what this sounds like. So this is what it's going to sound like. Mm-hmm. He never and he'll like wasn't it the raid show that he did all the. Oh yeah, he made patches for, for every everything. single song on so bass and, was and guitar. See, I don't even so, understand how difficult that is to start. Like I've never watched anybody make a patch. So like, there was how many songs? Thirty, uh, twenty, or twenty. Okay, either way, a lot. Like, but yeah, so he had to make a patch for twenty songs on two instruments, and then the night before, like that night before morning of, he stayed up the whole night and learned three songs oh yeah i remember them vocals saying that. and guitar because people dropped out last minute why would you drop out that's the goes the because you know there's people in this town that do that they're like oh i know it and then they like they don't mm-hmm. learn the they, stuff but man they think they can just fake it and they're like oh wait i should have learned this oh perfectly God, played fly to the angels on monday and i like I, you know honestly on drums it's like not hard but like there's a lot of cues and stuff. Like I listened to that song, I had to listen to it a hundred times. Like to the point where I was sick of it. And you know when you're sick of it, when it comes time to play it, even if you feel like you don't know it, surprise, you know it better than you thought. Yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, shit. It didn't no rehearsal. <clears throat> Play with Grace. Uh, Grace Bowers was on guitar. That monster, who I did not know. I thought she was like twenty. 1920 you know because you'll meet I'm, young cats like that you'll meet them she it's, is it's not weird a monster player 16 really mm-hmm. 16 years old i didn't want to be like that old geezer of a musician and be like you know like 
you got nothing to worry about. But you know, and I didn't do that. But like, she ain't got shit to worry about. She, she, she gonna be like Will. She's gonna be like Will, man. Yeah. No, nah, when I met Will, he was like 16, 17, something like that. Yeah, when like I did that. the damn and Almond Brothers thing. Like, I met him and he was fucking on bass. And I was like, dude, it's a killer bass player. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I don't even play bass. I'm a guitarist. <laughs> And then and then he plays guitar and I'm like, Yep, you fucking are a guitarist. And then fast forward a little bit, I'm like, I need a sub drummer. He goes, Oh, I can play drums. I was like, You motherfucker. And he can. He sure can, man. Man, this shows you like and and, you know when you pick up something like I learned drums and when I was ten years old. Mm -hmm. I'm thirty six now. There's not going to be any, and you don't remember the bullshit you went through to learn oh, yeah. how good, you know, to be yeah. who you were as a musician yeah. on that instrument. So like you pick up bass and it's like, oh dude, I just suck. I'm not going to do this. And it's right. like, no, you got to put in hours. <laughs> yeah. There's no way, there's no other way to do it. That's what I tell you. The hardest thing about learning an instrument is Practicing. the fact that you have to suck for so long to learn it. And, then and you when you're a kid, you don't know you suck. You're just getting to play an instrument right. and that's cool as shit. And There's then when you're an adult, now. you know you suck because you've heard great players. <laughs> you're, you're aware of your skills on one thing, and you're going to do another, and you're yeah, like, you're oh, like, oh, I'm not, I'm no. not even Why would I ever, ever? <laughs> oh, no, I At least it. when you like, there's, you know, there's no, like, drums are noises. Mm. You know, they're <laughs> like, so if I miss a feel, it's way, to me, in my head, it's not nearly as bad as, like, guitar player, and they hit that wrong note. Oh, uh, bro. Like, Depends right. on where the note is, but yeah. Especially <laughs> well, so no like wrong being a bass player yeah. and playing at a bar like Legends where we have that 810 cab and subs, <laughs> if I hit a wrong note, everyone knows. Everyone knows that I hit a wrong note. It's but the bad. tourists don't. I read, you ever like, get that? They're like, they don't know what's happening. Like, oh, yeah, they oh, do. When, when someone hears a wrong note, they hear a wrong oh, note. Oh, you feel that. <laughs> you feel that deep in your gut. Yeah. Like that dissonance, like I can't, I, I I don't have perfect pitch, but I can sure hear it when it's like, mm-hmm. like that, like well, that's that's what pisses me off about me trying to sing. Because if I could sing, I could get way more gigs, apparently. But like, I can't sing for shit, and I know that because I'm not tone deaf and can hear how wrong I am. But I can't fix it. That's weird. <laughs> I still, know it. I still think I can't sing for shit. But I have people come up to me like, "Hey, I really liked your voice. Yeah, you sounded yeah. good." And I'm like, mm, "No, no, I didn't. That was terrible." And they're like, "No, you sound great." And I'm like, mm, "Yeah, no. but you're not like you're not <laughs> no, trying to be like Shania Twain. You're trying to be like no. I'm just trying to get through a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, like the, you're like the lead singer. No effects. Like you. It's like you know. It's there's a. It fits the vibe. I mean, well, like, how many times? How many times have you had just like a super ADHD night where like you can't stay focused on the songs and you're just like all over the place and you're like, dude, this is just an off night. I don't. And then you get done and somebody's like, dude, you're the best drummer I've seen all week. And I'm like, I <laughs> fucking hate oh you, God, dude. I it like like it, I played what, like what, it, what it is for shit. me is I you know, people I, I record. I'll go live. I started just recording so that I can control the content mm-hmm. that I post. And it's not a shitty whatever thing. Um, when I listen back to myself after I played like the first half of the set and I get a break and I go like, let me just hear what this sounds like. And because I, I think I sounded like a bag of dicks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm like, I, it's not bad. But why doesn't it process in my head when I'm playing <laughs> it that way? 
Cause but it also happens the other way. You're, you're, you're just overthinking it. You're just overthinking it at that point. I mean, there's not much. I mean, playing drums on on a four hour shift, like you're thinking about the song, the the form. I need a beer, and uh, what am I eating after this? And depending on what time it is, it's oh, I gotta pee. Yeah. Oh, I gotta uh, pee. Dude. Oh, I gotta pee. I, it's I, amazing how your tempo gear. starts to creep up when you gotta pee, though. <laughs> I I don't. I get I get I'm spoiled by my the, the morning gig I played the Thursday through Sunday uh-huh. uh, with the band I'm, in, I'm with. The singer Anthony does uh, like a and he can turn into a he does like his own music and stuff. He mm-hmm. he calls it he. We've dressed it up uh, to not call it a break. We call it a portion of our show or whatever. Yeah. But we get like a 30-minute break, 30 to 40-minute break. I go down, get a beer, take a piss, take another piss before I go back up, and I'm, I'm good. I'm good for the last like hour 15. But I'm spoiled by that. When I play like a gig and they don't, you know, like the other night when I was with you, I was like, I don't know. This doesn't feel like a band that takes a break. I was like, but <laughs> oh, I was, no, I'm going to push we, it. We definitely do. I gotta push Wilson it to one. twelve thirty or twelve. I I, I like to I like to get through half of it before I request. I'm the same way. If yeah. I if I no. can get like, two hours, or if there's obviously I, the a we lull. worry about. Like, if there's obviously, I, I can't a make it four hours without having to piss. If I do, like if I'm can, I'm so impressed with myself. But generally, if between you can two that, and three hours. I mean, I've had too many kidney stones. I'm not trying to have more. Like, I just... <laughs> right? When when I need to go, like... And Noah's the same way. Our morning shift. There's some mornings where we'll get, like, a 40-minute break. And you're just mm-hmm. like, wow. No, there's some mornings where I only get three songs or so. But I think the happy... I think five to seven songs. Maybe, and I might get slapped in the face by some people saying that. But, like, we get pushed and then push ourselves so hard it shouldn't be weird to get a 20 to 30 minute break in the no. middle of a four hour gig. I don't play wedding gigs like that. I never have. Yeah. I've right. never played a gig outside of Broadway like that, where I didn't get like multiple breaks or mm-hmm. one long like two break. Yeah. break. We're moving up here. That was weird. Like, yeah. And I but I saw it coming and I, you know, and I was very aware of it. I, yeah. I, I knew, I, I knew what it was. I was warned about yeah. it. Everybody told me like, look, man, it's, it's four hours. Like the, the music doesn't real, stop. Like they don't like, want it to stop. Yeah. And that's why you did the acoustic break. Cause it's yeah. still going also like we understand the importance of flipping a crowd. The room, the room only has so much money. So you yeah. do that acoustic break. You make some room for some new people with their fat ass wallets. Yeah, this is and, true. You know, and, and just a difference of a, of and, and that that's a that's a good point and that's something mm-hmm. that only happens in a super touristy area like broadway because yeah, well, your typical bar in any other city like new Orleans, you get your crowd they do that shit well but they touristy, take breaks. touristy yeah like, yeah you, you gotta have the people to flip <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, you're gonna send everybody home right what does that mean that's like hey we're gonna take a 15 minute break and then the whole it's like the whole crowd below like below the meme that sees people like busting out the door and it's like mm-hmm. 15 minutes bro like but yeah, I mean that, that that's one of those things that you if you've come from a city where you're doing a bar gig and you have the same crowd all mm. night and then you get to Broadway like you're not trying to keep them all night. You're trying to keep them to the point that they've spent a lot of money and they're starting to slow down and then so, you want them out. Yep. Get you a hot dog, go home. Unless there aren't people and then you just want people to play too. <laughs> well, that <laughs> too. We are uh, at our time for today, boys. My bladder says we're at our time, too. I, I, <laughs> I just bought this 64-ounce uh, for Broadway, so I, so I don't have to get up and go to the keg. But, like, yeah. 
And I'm also learning that I'm going to, I might have a worse bladder now because I have a 64 <laughs> ounce keg of water. Yeah, you definitely will. But we're going to, we're going to get out of here for today. Yep. Bob, you got a question? I do not. Did you have one? I could think one, but if you've got it. <laughs> well, before we started this podcast, we were talking about um, <laughs> French fries and fast food restaurants. <laughs> so, fast food French fries. So I'm, this isn't going to be musical or Broadway related at all. I'm going to ask both of you. Favorite fast food French fries. You only get to pick one place. Mm. Is Shake Shack fast food? Yeah. Mm. I've never eaten a Shake Shack. Oh, you son of a bitch! Oh, that's one. That's a good ass burger. Um, God, you can tell how fat I am. I'm taking my time, <laughs> dude. I'm stuck between two. You've got uh, Burger I'm King and Wendy's. Those are my favorites. I haven't had Burger King in so long. It's, it's, it's still the same. I, I can't even remember like their fries. I, Wendy's does cookout. have some. Sorry. Ooh. I love Wendy's. Cookout with the Cajun seasoning. You really, that shit will you know what? hit every I, time. That's. I do like I Wendy's. I, I do I, like Burger King cookout. I, I, so for whatever reason, I didn't consider cookout on the list of fast food. Because it hasn't been around our lives for too long. You're Just right, the, man. The, the Them Cajun seasoning mm-hmm. fries from cookout, they do hit the spot every time. Okay. And the and the cookout sauce. Uh, I will. I, I can. Yeah, I'll go cookout unless you can include the frosty, and then I'm gonna go back to Wendy's. Dipping fries in a frosty is glorious. You know, oh, I yeah. didn't even know that was a thing until really? I was like almost thirty years it's old. So I was, good. Like, my bass player, my punk band, did that all. The time. I was. Uh-huh. I think it was like right around the time I was getting married. Right around that time, my ex wife said something or was doing like she did it, and I was like, what the did you just do like i've never seen that <laughs> i mean it, it, it is it, the first time you see it you're like oh you an animal you uh, barn yeah, house animal like <laughs> what is this and like i tried it and i was like and not for me it's, it's not that's, for it wasn't fair. for me y'all, not y'all dogging put, on it just not for me do y'all put in texas do y'all put mayonnaise on your butter beans no my sister does that that's like, no. I, I, it's like I you're bringing the I've, frosty thing I've up. Never heard of that. Like sh- a quick, a quick side thing. I and don't knock it till you try it. It's good, but maybe, okay. it, maybe it's because I just, you know, it's. No. I mean, look, we'll do it one day. My sister <laughs> loves it, uh, and I tried it one time, and I was like, "You son of a bitch!" Because she put ketchup on her mashed potatoes, and I was like, "You're." An, I know you're people from, that you're do from, that. You're from hell. My my dad puts ketchup on his macaroni and cheese. Say, See, you, I, if, that's, that's normal for me. That's if you said steak, I was going to Oh, no. Cry. God, no, no. No, no. no. We're, we're from Texas. Steak we don't, we is wash your sister sauce, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, on that <laughs> note. Wash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many times have I heard Worcestershire? Worcestershire <laughs> How many shishes in a shire? How many shishes does it shish to shish? Anyways, on that note, <laughs> we're all sober. There's no alcohol involved. <laughs> this is 64 ounces of H2O. High quality H2O. <laughs> Let me show my age. No, I was there with Bobby you. Boucher. We were you traveling that one together. You've already said it. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, there was, there was a very, that was very me right then. <laughs> Didn't, nothing came out but a lot of noise. Like, 
<laughs> there was nothing legible, and I can't wait to hear that back. Because I'm just going to make that. Now like, that you said it, now I can't wait to hear dude, it. Dude, that's the name of the episode. I can't wait to hear that back. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bowen. No, this is the brothel. Where Where can they find you on social media? Where Where are you at? What's your at, social tags? At Bowen plays beats. B o w e n plays beats. Um. Pretty much. I mean. I mean. Last name's Robertson. If you want to get weird and add me on Facebook, I probably won't add you back if I if I don't know you. So, <laughs> yeah, but, you know you got to keep a low profile in this town. There's, you you, know, you we do. Got, we got weirdos. You do. You do. Bobby, where can they find you at? I'm Story of Bob or Story of Bob Music everywhere. It's not hard to find if you search it. I'll be there. And I'm Kyle Thurkey, Thurkey Bass everywhere. Again, if you're looking for me, I'm not hard to find. But y'all, thanks that for tuning into this episode. And uh, until next time, AMF. Bicycle. AMF. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We have a great time putting it on for you, so we really appreciate all of the listens. If you have any questions or want to reach out to us, we are on Facebook and Instagram. So if you just search Nashville for Nobody's Podcast, we will pop up, and you can interact with us that way. We also have some more options coming up in the future for interaction, so that'll be a whole lot of fun. So as always, it's never too late to tip your bartender, and please don't forget to tip your band. Thank you.